Welcome to the Region Biome Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Team Felix Tricot, a certified integrative health practitioner, level one and two, certified in blood chemistry and functional lab testing. I love helping people with GI issues, weight loss, mold exposure, heavy metals, misters problems, and health optimization. I love helping people get to the root cause of their health struggles and simplify healing. Ready to transform your health? Go to regionbiome.com and click book a call. All the support is greatly appreciated. If you enjoy, please write a five-star review on iTunes or the platform of your choice. Enjoy the podcast and please share this with anyone that this would help. Welcome to episode nine of the Regen Biome podcast. Today's episode is about a critical molecule that no one can live without. So as a reminder, before we get started, any of the information shared in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice and is for learning purposes only. Always refer to your medical doctor before making any changes to your diet or supplement regimen. Let's dive in. Well, hello everyone. So today's episode is going to be a conversation around nitric oxide. And I have the incredible Beth from the company Berkeley Life uh, on the podcast today to talk about nitric oxide. And so, hi Beth, how are you? Hi, good, glad to be here. Excellent, excellent, awesome. So yeah, today I wanted to have this beautiful conversation around nitric oxide as to uh, what got you into uh, working with Berkeley Life, uh, where you come from, and it's kind of a bit of a know a bit about your story, and we'll we'll dive into about the specifics of nitric oxide. So okay, well I'm a pharmacist and a clinical nutritionist, so awesome. I became a pharmacist because I thought I was going to help people. And after 20 years of seeing them come back sicker and sicker on more and more drugs, in 1997, I became a certified clinical nutritionist. So I became the person to go to if you wanted to get off the drugs or not go down that road to begin with. Okay. In 2009, I started working in the nitric oxide field. So nitric oxide is a molecule that touches every single physiological process. It governs circulation and microcirculation, without which um, cells will die. Absolutely. And well, circulation is the distribution of oxygen, right? Oxygen, glucose, nutrients, but just as importantly, the debris to be carried away, the cellular debris. Yeah, the the waste. Awesome. Yeah, so cells can't be more than two cells away from a functioning microcapillary. So that's where all of this magic happens. It's down on that microcapillary level. So okay. cells have to have functioning microcapillaries in order to to live and to be healthy. Excellent. And so if you if we we talk about the micro, uh, I can't I can't recall the way you said it, but in, in more uh, in a simplified. I know I love the science. I, I love all of that in a more simple way. Uh, to people to understand. So how would you describe that? The microcapillaries? Yes. So um, those are the smallest blood vessels. That's where the red blood cells can release the oxygen. That's where the glucose, the the food for the cells can go in. It's where all the nutrients. This is where, where, where like all of the exchange takes place is on the microcapillary level. Awesome. That's fantastic. Okay, excellent. Well, that's good. I, I didn't know you came from the uh, pharmaceutical background as well. This is amazing. So I love to have that. Uh, you, you come from this, and, you know, and I think 
in the, in the industry specifically uh, moving towards more integrative health, um, health, well, not simply medicine or practices or in some ways. I think a lot of people, we all have our own experiences of what it was like before. We seek support. We wanted to do a change and a difference. So that's beautiful to see that. So I think uh, we're all coming together and helping and supporting each other. So that's fantastic. Awesome. So I'm super excited actually about this because I just myself started on the nitric oxide. I went into genetics as well. So as an epigenetics coach and knowing more about my genetics, this is this came to my attention and many clients genetically were predisposed to a higher propensity of higher need of nitric oxide of NO. So that's the case with myself. And I know we had a conversation over emails about uh, varicose veins a little bit that I was personally experiencing and things. So I'm like, well, it's all about blood flow circulation. So I was like, hey, why not give it a try, give it a go and work on the lymph, working on these specific movement to work on my legs. But yeah, so so this is why I wanted to have you on and uh, and just talk about nitric oxide as to why we need it, what's its function in a sense, and who, we, who can be uh, who can benefit from nitric oxide supplementation, right? So, well, nitric oxide governs that circulation and microcirculation, and everybody can benefit from better circulation. So, um, cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer. 100%, 100%. Yeah, and with diabetes and insulin resistance, mm-hmm. actually, what what is what gets them is the cardiovascular complications. That's what that does. So you're you're, it, like I said, it touches every single physiological function. Yeah, and the way we the way we heal too, nitric oxide is at the base of that. So stem cells are the cells that allow us to heal. They require nitric oxide in order to go where they need to go and do what they need to do. So that is critical too. Absolutely. On just keeping us healthy and keeping us going. And I and 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 to back to some of the things that I've I've learned myself is uh, its importance to with protecting the endothelium system. So right. the lining between the blood and the lymph, the lymph system. So um, as to, it governs well, a lot of things in there, right? Yeah, the lymph actually has an endothelial layer. Mm-hmm. It makes its own nitric oxide. If that NOS, nitric oxide synthase, the enzyme that takes arginine into nitric oxide is working. But Only the if thing it's working, about, yeah. If it's working. But the thing about that, by the time we're 40, that enzyme is only functioning about 50%. And by the time we're 60, it's only functioning about 15%. Oh, wow. So that's why it's so critical to support that nitrate to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway. Because that doesn't have anything to do with, I mean, it, it doesn't factor into that NOS enzyme, except nitrate can actually help that NOS enzyme work better. So by, by supporting that pathway, you're not only helping your body to make the nitric oxide um, just through that pathway, you're helping to recouple that dysfunctional enzyme. Okay. That's been, that's been, and that's simply some from, um, obviously, we're going to dive into the supplementation and supporting that. Right. Uh, and 
proper lifestyle. So, and because it came to my attention from a previous episode, uh, another podcast that I heard around how the microbiome is super essential uh, to regulate the conversion or the activation of nitric oxide and how potentially how harming um, mouthwash, conventional mouthwash can be. So maybe if you want to feel like you want to elaborate more about that, absolutely. That'd be awesome. The nitrate to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway, we consume the nitrates, like with your high nitrate veggies, arugula, spinach, butter lettuce, celery, bok choy, beets. Consume the nitrates. They get absorbed. They circulate around. They get concentrated in the salivary glands. Salivary glands release the nitrate. We've got good anaerobic bacteria on our tongue that will help reduce that nitrate to nitrite. So there's your oral microbiome connection. That's amazing. When we swallow the nitrite... And in the acidic environment of the stomach, some of that nitrite gets reduced further to nitric oxide. So here's your protection against H. pylori or E. coli. But Mm. most of the nitrite gets absorbed and it acts like a nitric oxide donor molecule. So like when we're exercising, the myoglobin in our muscles can make more nitric oxide as needed. Like if you need more delivery of oxygen, glucose, and nutrients and clearing away the debris when you're exercising. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. The mito- that's one. Oh, the mitochondria. Yeah. My, go ahead. Sorry. Mitochondria. Super fascinating. I love the mitochondria. Yeah. The mitochondria can reduce that nitrite to nitric oxide as needed. So when we're hypoxic or we're mm. it's acidic um, in most Chronic diseases like diabetes makes you more acidic, and more hypoxic. Then, then by reducing that nitrite to nitric oxide, this actually helps you get away with not as much needing as much oxygen because it opens up those blood vessels to allow what oxygen is there to get to where it needs to go. So the nitrite helps recouple that electron transport chain. Mm-hmm. In the mitochondria. Yeah. Right. That's, that's fascinating. It's amazing because I see, you know, and um, obviously there's a lot of things that, and it came to attention through some clients as well with, example, dysfunction. And, and again, there's none of what we're talking about. And obviously, yeah, a little disclosure, of course, it's never medical advice, right? Uh, but the one thing uh, with um, erectile dysfunction, right? So ED and, and male as well. So I think nitric oxide, uh, poor oxygen delivery is a big issue. And so many people, obviously, with hypertension and diabetes, which is such on the rise, and it's it's probably at the, you know, at the, one of the highest has, has ever been in history. But um, yeah. yeah, for a lot of reasons, <laughs> a lot of reasons. <laughs> like with sex, you have to have enough nitric oxide in order to get the erection. Those PD five inhibitors, the Viagra, the Cialis, these allow that nitric oxide to hang around a little longer. They do mm. not cause the erection. Oh, that's... So that's why they only work in about fifty percent of the people. Oh, that is fascinating. I did but not know women, that. Okay. Us women need the nitric oxide too in order to be able to respond, to be able to feel. And lubrication is nitric oxide mediated. 
So as women, if we can't feel and we're not responding and we're not lubricating, do you think we really even think about sex that much? Not at all. And I think that's something that we don't see hear a lot about, but how libido and female is being really reduced. So if that can be something of a a tool, part in the toolbox, right? Because I think it's, I I strongly believe it's never one single thing. It's it's a a whole lifestyle approach. It's a whole holistic approach, right? But that is... Well, well, of course it is. However, if you don't have circulation or microcirculation, you're not going to heal. Period. 100%. And it doesn't matter what you're taking... It's not going to get to where it needs to go. Exactly. and so, so it's not like the cure for everything. However, it's the base. It's the base. Everything. And we need, it's part, part, I think now, and I'm, I'm su- I always should drive home foundation. And I think, so that would be part of my foundational uh, tool in my toolbox for, to really optimize foundation that I can move the needle towards performance whatever it is or energy production and healing in general because i've worked with a lot of i I work with lots of clients that have a lot of digestive issues or and i I oftentimes and people with that has leaky gut or cybo they have poor um poor food absorption poor absorption uh, right away so obviously just simply just taking which i'm a big proponent of like uh vitamins minerals and all these things but if your no is really low and you don't have enough how can these nutrients be delivered properly right it, i don't think it's a based on what you're saying as well it's just not happening as as efficiently but the beautiful thing about nitrate supplementation though it actually helps heal a leaky gut mm. it helps support healthy microbiomes everywhere from the gut to the mouth to the skin to urinary tract to the brain anywhere there's a microbiome nitrate actually supports the good healthy bacteria that's amazing and and the nitrate supplementation actually helps repair those tight junctions yeah and so we've got tight junctions in the gut Mm -hmm. we've got them in the blood brain barrier okay so it's really important to keep those tight junctions healthy because when they're not tight, when they're not healthy, all sorts of things leak through. And that's where you get that leaky gut thing. Yeah. That is that is fascinating because I know we talk a lot about prebiotics and all of these things to help and feed it proper gut bacteria afterwards after taking care, but without nitric oxide. So we're going to be struggling a lot more. <laughs> well, well, nitrate is actually considered a prebiotic. Okay, okay. So, oh, wow. Right? It's another yeah. formal. That's been yeah. that's fantastic. That's awesome. So I, I love learning. This is so fascinating as to how one molecule can actually is just so essential in a body. So it's critical. Absolutely. Critical. And so and specifically in other areas. So like in general, so most people I'm assuming can benefit from nitric oxide because obviously if the lifestyle like. Uh, how many people like oh, we just mentioned about my mouth wash but who in general can highly benefit from that and because i know obviously we went through a three years of a lot of issues around globally and i know a lot of long issues i'm seeing this a lot of people with long haulers from cv as well 
and if there's like a, a connection with nitric oxide being low, right? So I'm not sure. Yeah, I've been writing about that for two and a half years now. So yeah. the issues that go into impairing our, our ability to make the nitric oxide is age. And we talked about that. And the standard American diet, the SAD diet, as yeah. devoid of nitrate-rich veggies and essential cofactors and nutrients. And medications like antibiotics, um, antifungals, the azole antifungals, mm -hmm. um, antidepressants, birth control pills, NSAIDs, PPIs, the proton pump inhibitors, mm -hmm. like your Prilosec. So These have actually interfered with the production of nitric yeah. oxide through both pathways, both the NOS and the nitrate to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway. EMF, and we're swimming in the sea of EMF. EMF increases oxidative stress, which uncouples that NOS enzyme. And see, the thing is, when NOS gets uncoupled, it becomes a superoxide generator, not a nitric oxide producer. So it's, it's compounding it. Pollution, glyphosate is mm. everywhere. Glyphosate isn't it? They oh. that NOS. Some genetic SNPs. We talked about that, like yeah. your NOS. NOS one, two, three. Yeah, right. So common. But also anything that increases oxidative stress. Your SOD SNPs, catalase SNPs. SOD catalase. Yeah. Your HFE SNPs. Anything that interferes with the production. HFE. Of Oh, can we stop there? Like, well, yeah. I, let's dig into that one because this is the case with myself. So as a Caucasian male, Northern European, I right. actually do have Very the HF2 SNPs. So the homozygous for the C282Y, I, I recall for yeah. immochromatosis. Um, and I know I have talked about this on a previous episode as well because I never got a quote-unquote diagnosis from the doctor because my levels of ferritin iron... And it's not like way out of proportion, like the conventional medical system would see like, okay, when your ferritin is above 500, now maybe we're going to look and, and I'm like, oh my goodness, because I just you have my blood. Really sick if it's over, if it's five. I know. This is why I was just like, oh my God, because it's been a journey myself on around and I've had a, this huge love affair with with copper and iron and trying to understand because I, my copper levels were completely depleted and so low conventionally as well, not even functional optimization like levels, but my iron was my, I mean, my ferritin is net. It's been, it's been on and off, but I was doing phlebotomies and then, but that's why I was like, okay, so how can that be? Like, maybe you can talk about HFE. How does that interfere with NO? Well, when you've got HFE SNPs, you're, you've got iron dysregulation. Iron dysregulation feeds that Fenton reaction. Mm. So it's increasing your OH minus your Fe3 plus. Okay. Nitric oxide can help us there, but it, it complexes. It can complex with those Fenton reaction free radicals with your OH minus and your Fe3 plus. However, then it takes it out of circulation from doing all these other good things that it needs to do. So that's why we've got all this cardiovascular complications huh. with the hemochromatosis. 
which you don't even have to be full-blown hemochromatosis you can just have that iron dysregulation just iron overload in general which obviously like for people that don't know oxidative stress is basically the rusting it's this oxidation that is happening inside the body you're basically internally rusting which is it's crazy so oh this is so fascinating so now the way I, i think through this is your Iron levels are super high, so obviously nitric oxide is going to be more uh, in need of a higher demand, which will be depleted. Is is that is that is that right. a, a common like it's makes yeah the iron, like nitric oxide is a free radical, but only a free radical can scavenge another free radical. So the nitric oxide is helping us is scavenging these free radicals, but then it can't do all this other good work that it needs to do, like keeping your your microcirculation open. Which makes sense now in my sense, huh? It's connected. I, I love to connect dots all the time because I'm just like, wow, this is so fascinating. So somebody would hire, and obviously, like you said, you don't with hemochromatosis, not that it's a, a conversation about just hemochromatosis, but how essential that is has to, even though if you don't have a genetics for hemochromatosis, you could still have iron overload or excess. You sure can. Yeah. And so, and why NO, nitric oxide, obviously, if you clearly don't get it from the diet, and I mean, I think at this point, it's just, we're really highly depleted. Um, and a person myself, I mean, I don't, I do eat a lot of vegetables and a couple of things, but I'm not a, a huge like beet eater example, right? So, and and this is such a, an amazing topic because there's so many supplements out there beet powder arginine is like okay so if you have like ed or anything a lot of people recommend oh make sure just go and have more amino acids quote unquote so so can you talk about that and exactly as to what's the difference and yeah giving arginine to somebody with uncoupled dysfunctional nos the nitric oxide synthase enzyme actually increases oxidative stress and oxidative stress uncouples that nos even more arginine can go down multiple pathways it doesn't just go through the nos and it can actually increase adma asymmetric dimethylarginine and that the level of adma is connected to all-cause mortality so we don't want to be increasing oxidative stress or all-cause mortality by giving the arginine. Most of the studies wow. that were done showing arginine increased nitric oxide were done on young, fit male athletes. That is fascinating. Whose NOS is coupled. So supplementing with extra arginine could actually do more harm in many yes. people. Yes, yes. Huh. Wow, that is... Because I know for around visodilation around right. pre as a pre-workout and uh, we see this often how arginine is being recommended exactly but doing like supplementing with nitrate you're increasing that nitrate to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway which isn't dependent on that nos however you're increasing nitric oxide but you're actually going back and you're helping to recouple that NOS. Because nitrate increases the production of this molecule called BH4, which is yeah. tetrahydrobiopterin. Biopterin, which is the, in, um, 
I'm actually going through this right now. It's and BH4 is super important for neurotransmitter balancing. Or neurotransmitters too, right? Right. But see, so. if you've got any MTHFR SNPs, you are by definition nitric oxide deficient because you're not able to make your BH4 sufficiently. And BH4 is what keeps that NOS coupled, keeps it functional. Mm-hmm. Because when NOS is uncoupled, it's handing off that electron not to arginine to make the nitric oxide, it's handing it down to oxygen and increases superoxide. Well, that, that, that's, that's fascinating and just... And how, like, and, and, you know, how does a, a specific things like chronic illness or obviously like in the industry, like mold and all these things that are affecting, uh, how is that like affecting levels of NO in the body? Multiple pathways. It's increasing oxidative stress. Oxidative stress uncouples the NOS. Mold increases this enzyme called NADPH oxidase. Yeah. which increases superoxide production in oxidative stress. But nitride and nitric oxide inhibit that NADPH oxidase enzyme. So you're inhibiting the superoxide production through that too. Wow. Mold increases one of the NOS enzymes called INOS, inducible NOS. Hmm. And, but that NOS has to be coupled Okay. So if you're stimulating this INOS and it's not coupled, you're actually making you're you're stimulating more superoxide production. So you're just in like a bag of oxidative stress and inflammation. Because oxidative stress and inflammation go hand in hand. Yeah, the yeah, one goes up, the other one goes up. Like it's they all go go end in hand together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and every single chronic, every single chronic issue actually has an oxidative stress and inflammatory component. A hundred percent. But by supporting that nitrate yeah. to nitrite to nitric oxide pathway, you're inhibiting the way the body makes that superoxide through all of the pathways that makes it. That's an L. Oh, that's 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 incredible. Wow. So it's, it's clearly, it's, it's, it's something that you cannot not have. It's just, you no. must, you must have. So as for, and I'm all about longevity, right? So it's not like, let's, let's well, get over that. Well, healthy longevity, you know, healthy yeah. longevity. Healthy, yeah. yeah. Because you can, yeah, you, you I can, want to yeah, be, yeah, yeah true. Till the end, you know, and hopefully <laughs> that comes quickly. With sufferance or like pain, like that's you could live long, long, but in pain if you want. But I clearly want to, you know, put the more more, more chances on my side to avoid that, right? So yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to even myself re-listen to this conversation because this is amazing. I love to get down to the biochemistry and the pathways, and there's obviously it's it's very complex, but it's. Uh, I know it's it's really fascinating. It's really helpful. Well, let's talk about what's going on right now. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, exactly. And now with the jazz. Yeah, what are you seeing right now in the industry? It's a very you know this podcast is really open, so I'm really let's dive in. So. Yeah, I just got back from like 
my my annual CCN um, conference, and we spent three days talking about what this spike protein is actually doing inside of us. Mm-hmm. And this could be either from the virus or from the jabs now. Okay. You know, cool. and, and what, okay, how are we going to take care of this? And I spoke about the nitric oxide com- connection. Spike protein actually increases the nitric oxide deficiency part. Mm. Wow. Okay, and that's why we're seeing all these cardiovascular complications, the mm. these clots, these MIs, yeah, these strokes. Oh. Is because the blood is, is like the the microcapillaries are are closing down. The blood can't get through there. What blood there is there is, is clotting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so cells and tissues are dying. Because you're, you're not getting oxygen, so obviously right. nothing. You can go seven days without without food, but you can't go seven days without oxygen, not even a couple minutes. So No, and, and that's part of this long haul thing, not only from the virus, but also from the jabs. Like the, 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 the blood vessels, these little capillaries in our brain aren't being able to oxygenate tissues or feed these tissues glucose or energy. You know, and so so parts of the brain are actually dying. So a lot of people, wow, this is, and so how are we measuring this? Ah, this is crazy <laughs> to me. It's just, and is there a tool that now going through this this whole crisis? And I think we're gonna we're starting to hear even more and more about these these things coming out. Um, yeah, they can't they can't suppress us forever. No, no, absolutely. You know, they, right? they, so, yeah. you know and, and this is why I started this podcast as well to help people to get more clear on getting the information for themselves. And because there's a lot of that suppression of mm-hmm. content, right? So, right. Because, uh, like, to when you get the virus, you were nitric oxide deficient to begin with. And then the virus, it's very make, protective, the, right? The jabs make you ni- more nitric oxide deficient. Mm. So wow. you've got to you've got to put that back, and and the best way to put that back is with nitrates, either from like high nitrate veggies, lots of them, lots or of them. or a nitrate based supplement, like That's something so like the, the Berkeley Life. Exactly. Okay, and we'll dive in into that because now it's been it's been about a week, but yeah, I'm getting on to a week on it, so. And see where I'm, you know, I'll have a better understanding at the end of the full 30 days and see how my body responds. And I monitor my blood work. But is there like other tool that you would recommend to test your own um, levels of nitric oxide? Yeah, Berkeley Life makes a saliva test strip. Okay. And this yeah. test strip is testing the nitrite com- concentration of your saliva. So the, the, the salivary glands are releasing the nitrate. And that good bacteria is changing that nitrate to nitrite. Make it active. And, so yeah, so it's why the, the Listerine is not so great. <laughs> right. But like I said, like we were talking about, if your oral microbiome is messed up, then you're going to have a hard time changing that nitrate to nitrite. And what messes it up is mouthwash, 
fluoride toothpaste. Fluoride mm-hmm. is an antimicrobial. Yeah. Uh, whitening toothpaste with hydrogen peroxide. Just so hydrogen peroxide. And so yeah. people with, I'm assuming that people with gingivitis and a lot of like oral microbiome like issues, it's going to be well, a problem. The beautiful thing about nitrate supplementation, it actually rebuilds those microbiomes. And when you're rebuilding the good guys, then there's less room for the bad guys to, to be there. Amazing. So you're actually changing the nature of that microbiome and making it healthy through nitrate supplementation. That's amazing. And you know, if you've got dysbiosis of the oral microbiome, you've got it in dysbiosis of your gut too. 100%. And, and I mean, the, the gut-brain axis, gut-brain connection as well, that are, it's a big issue. So which the, the whole... I have these light balls like the, of the BH4 pathway. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually going through extra studies right now. Uh, and that was the topic of it, right? So how a lot of viral and issues. So in blood chemistry, there's a marker that I love to test for more of a viral, like a TH1 response. Uh, it's, a, it's called neoterin, which lowers the NO. So when that goes up, it lowers NO, so nitric oxide, all your neurotransmitters and affects the BH4, which when I connect all of that, I'm like, wow, this is fascinating because you can test yeah. that, the strips, testing neoterran, testing other ways that you can have a bigger picture. This is awesome. Yeah. I, and I know you guys also came, we talked briefly about, yeah, you guys came out with a serum. So what, what did Berkeley Life come? Because I do believe you guys have... So Berkeley Life is through the professional uh, for practitioners, which is the one I partner with. But you, I think you do have a, uh, a sister family as well. Is there like with lozenges or? Um, there are lozenges. Uh, Nathan Bryan, who is mm-hmm. a nitric oxide researcher, he's a consultant for Berkeley, but he's got his own company. Oh, with okay, okay, I see. Lozenges. Okay, I see, I see. And that's okay. who I was working with back in, like, at the beginning in 2009, when he first okay. designed these lozenges. I helped formulate it, helped clean it up. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And so with what Berkeley Life did, so, because um, I know there's different compounds out there. There's many companies. I'm not sure, like, not to say, like, oh, one is better than the other, but just, like, what what is the difference well, you, that Berkeley Life they did? They are, though. They are. <laughs> Like I said, you know, don't, don't even, I, I don't recommend arginine at all. Yeah, exactly. 100% okay. right there, right? So. Yeah. And, and I don't really recommend citrulline either because mm. you're still, like the cell, it, citrulline isn't as harmful as arginine because a cell will take up the citrulline to make its own arginine to feed that NOS. However, you're still trying to make a dysfunctional, uncoupled NOS work. And it's not going to. Because you need the nitrates. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, um, Berkeley is a clinically proven nitrate supplement. They've done, like, a, a research um, study using it. So, it's always good to have, like, some scientific backing. A hundred percent. And I've been doing all the the research and the the conf, like the the talks, the webinars, the podcasts, and, and um, 
I put, you know, the research behind the nitric oxide and, and put it out there to the people. So on YouTube, on the Berkeley Life Professional page, I've got a bunch of, of YouTubes. Okay. A bunch of videos where I, where yeah, I exactly. talk about different things like nitric oxide and sexual health, nitric oxide and immune health, nitric oxide and mental health, EMF and nitric oxide mm-hmm. deficiency. So, so I how, go that's pretty super interesting. Into that. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting because obviously it's not like we're going to get away from EMF. It's how can we better respond to them? Right. right? So if we increase levels of nitric oxide, but through nitrate supplementation. You're, you're at least supporting your body and decreasing the oxidative stress that this EMF causes. They've known this EMF caused um, cardiovascular disease and diabetes since the 60s. They've known. But they don't, they don't want that information out there. I mean, there's a lot of money behind and not... A can of worms for for lawsuits, right? Yeah. And and so for people in general, so is there a specific age group or people in general that could benefit more? Or uh, because obviously I'm following the recommendation dosages again for myself and what works. Uh, so those I know it's like two capsules every day uh, that I'm taking every morning. Yeah, and then check yourself later on in the during the day because I like two capsules in the morning and then add some high nitrate veggies at lunch and dinner to keep that level optimized. So if somebody's got a chronic issue, if they've got like a lot of oxidative stress, mm-hmm. they've got things that they're working on, there's a possibility you might need two capsules twice a day. Okay. Or if you're using it for sexual function in both men and women. I usually recommend two capsules in the morning and another two capsules about an hour prior to activity. Okay. Or for exercise, add another two capsules an hour prior to exercise. You'll increase your exercise endurance and decrease the amount of time it takes to recover. Mm, uh, and it's this is why I love epigenetics and genetics because... As myself, I'm a slow, I'm a slow recovery. So I'm like, oh, this could be a great tool. And I feel like, oh my goodness, it's taking me much longer. But also there's a lot of issues around, from what I'm seeing, like the use of antioxidant post-exercise right away too soon. We're seeing delay in recovering, but nitric oxide, um, you know, a great, a great thing to really help that blood flow and recover much faster. Fascinating. Awesome. Yeah, because there's there's an inflammatory component to Absolutely. building muscles, you, and you need that inflammatory yeah. response, <laughs> yeah. and right, it has to happen. So if we knock it down right away, um, it has to be. I think uh, uh, through different programs that I've gone through, but that's fascinating. So you could do so. We do that as a pre workout, and then even right. do as a post workout potentially. You, you don't really need it post. No, perfect. You know, just more just getting sweet. Yeah. And getting that circulation of nutrients, amino acids, and, and minerals to really go in and repair uh, damaged yeah. muscles and, and muscle growth. That's phenomenal. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So clearly we can but, see it. But also when, when you're exercising, you're making a lot of cellular debris too. A hundred percent. Okay. And so you've got to keep that microcirculation open in order to not only mm. deliver your oxygen and nutrients, is to clear away that debris. Yeah. Absolutely. 
that's yeah that's awesome wow that's just so much to learn about nitric oxide so i think you know uh it's a good it's a good thing good message to put out there and to really help people uh around that and then because obviously you know i have who does not know people with hypertension and all these things um i think i see it family wise and things so um, and do you, do you think there's any like contraindications and things that there's a time that a could be like um, something you would want to ease in or titrate in or? Um, well, in two capsules of Berkeley, that gives you about the same amount of nitrates as five ounces of spinach okay. or seven ounces of beets. Okay. So if you can eat like a bit, like arugula has the highest concentration of nitrates. Oh. So if you can eat a big arugula salad or a big beet salad, more than likely you can take the Berkeley. Okay. Okay? Exactly. Um, you don't have to worry about the oxalates with the Berkeley like you do with some I of the other know, which is, because <laughs> people with mold and yeast overgrowth and candida in general, that produces a lot of oxalates too. So if that steals away your other minerals, magnesium, calcium, and that is, that, that's, oh, that, that's amazing that you're uh, addressing that topic. So, because I know oxalates. Yeah, so you don't have thing. to worry about that with the, the Berkeley. You know, you, you'll, you'll see on there, there's some fermented beetroot as the ingredients, but there's mm -hmm. only a few milligrams of it in there. And so you're not going to get an oxalate issue with that. We've got, you know, tons of people that have oxalate issues that are taking the Berkeley safely. Excellent. And I know like about the, so, was it the sodium nitrates, potassium nitrates? What's, is there any differences or... Well, there's potassium nitrate in the Berkeley. That's okay. the, the form that's, of nitrate. That's the frame. Okay, because there's different yeah. forms. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, and is one better than the other one, or in a sense? or it's... No. Okay. No. Okay, excellent. Most that's of awesome. us are, are probably potassium deficient. Yeah, I know. It's a huge, huge, huge issue with so many people. And then, uh, so obviously, a little extra. And I know there's some methylated b12s in there so it's not not too big of a, a huge ratio so um, yeah not I a think... huge dose but it just enough to help you know with the the bh4 formation yeah okay and, yeah well, that's fantastic that's awesome excellent i'm i'm not sure so i, I know we talked about so i know we're going to have a little bit of a discount or something for our listeners as well uh, which i'll put in the show notes but is there anything else that we should be adding before you leave? And because uh, I know you do some more information on nitric oxide on Berkeley Life uh, website, right? So BerkeleyLife.com. Um, BerkeleyLife.com, and on YouTube on the Berkeley Life Professional page, I've got a, a bunch of videos. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. And so I'll just tag this into the show notes, and so that way people can get more information. And if you feel the need or want to give it a try, something you'll, and I do, I do believe there's around like a 10% off. So that's, I think right. that's what we'll be able to provide a listeners. So that's amazing. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause this is not something you can get on, on Amazon. No. And that's the thing. Cause I mean, if supplementation, that's like first, uh, first place is a lot, you know, a lot of people go on, on Amazon. So, and then, uh, 
Yeah, and I made sure, like, I helped clean up the product. I, I took out the, the toxic binders and fillers. There is no magnesium stearate. There is no silicon dioxide. It's actually called a clean label product where every single ingredient has beneficial physiological actions. That's amazing. I know magnesium stearate and silicon dioxide is a big proponent in many, many supplement formulations in the industry. So I think less fillers. A lot of people say, well, it's just a little bit. But if you're taking like multiple supplements multiple times a day, you're getting a pretty hefty dose. Exactly. It's not just a little bit anymore. No. No, absolutely. Well, that was that's that was super enlightening, amazing, and I think as uh, oh, and I know the serum. I know we haven't spoken about the that's serum. Good. Yes, I love skincare. Love, love, love that. Maybe before before we leave, um, maybe you can briefly talk about the serum. How how is it? Well, it's a nitric oxide serum. It actually makes nitric oxide hmm. when you put it on your skin. So it's a dual chamber um, serum. One side is nitrite. The other side is vitamin C. And when you pump each of side onto your hand and you mix it around, the vitamin C helps reduce that nitrite to nitric oxide. So you're putting this on your face or on wounds or on poison ivy. I've had some people say it works. Really? On that, yeah. You're actually increasing the circulation to that place and and the vitamin c increases the production of collagen so between increasing the circulation increasing the collagen it helps like soothe out discolorations of your skin or or you know blemishes Mm. or wrinkles that will be on my next list for sure. Yeah. So that will be, I, you know, this is something with, uh, I'm not to say like iron overload, but, and something that's some iron deposit. I'm not, yeah. And see if that could be, I'm not sure. Yeah, those, of, yeah the like, lipofusions, the lipofusion. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was seeing this thing here and I'm like, wait a minute. So maybe that will be a, a trial thing and it's. Oh, and I'm 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 super grateful because I think now now it's going to be a great solution for a lot of people with like potentially some iron issues, overload, case with myself. So yeah. So and see, maybe upping my my dosages uh, potentially. So obviously, I like to experiment and see and for myself. And just see, you use a strip. That's the beauty of the strip. Okay, you can okay. see whether you can well, keep that I'll level. Get those optimal. right away. So I got the yeah. nitric oxide for ninety days, but gotta get the strips too. So yeah, gotta be test on gas, right? That's what we always say. So. Well, that's phenomenal. Well, thank you so much, Beth, for coming on the podcast today. And I'm sure we'll reconnect as well. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Region Biome Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly, or seeking private one-on-one health coaching, or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, regenbiome.com, or on Instagram at jeanfelixsurcot underscore JFT. Thanks again, and I look forward 
to see you on the next episode.